Welcome to Corner of the Galaxy, the show that talks 100% LA Galaxy soccer. We're glad you could join us. Now it's time to sit back and relax as your hosts navigate through the twisting, turning, but never boring world of the five-time MLS Cup champion, LA Galaxy. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Corner of the Galaxy on cornerofthegalaxy.com already. Just like first thing in, we're just going to have one of those shows. Corner of the Galaxy on cornerofthegalaxy.com. I'm your host, Josh Guessman, coming to you live from Corner of the Galaxy Studios on Thursday, September 12th ahead of the LA Galaxy's game against Sporting Kansas City. Uh, controversy, danger, playoffs, uh, anger. Uh, I, I don't know. There's a whole bunch of things that we certainly have to talk about. The Galaxy losing 2-1 uh, to one to the Colorado Rapids and uh, certainly how that has affected their playoff race and, and maybe their confidence and maybe everybody's confidence in Major League Soccer. I have no idea. There's a, there's a lot of things certainly to get to talk about. I want to talk about standings, the schedule, and everything else as well. So a bunch to get to. You're not going to want to miss it. Uh, in order to help me out today, he's back in the studio. We're glad to have him back. It is Eric, the Portuguese hammer beer. Eric, how's it going, buddy? It's going well. I'm glad to be best. It's good to have you. Yeah. So uh, are you okay? The I don't know. It was the way too- you started off that show, it sounded like you took a boot to the face. It was, yeah. You know what? It's funny. When you're yeah. about to be kicked in the face, yeah. you kind of screw things up. Okay. Just, just right before it happens. Interesting. Interesting. Just, I, I, I felt like... I felt like you, you, you were anticip- going to kick me. Yeah, you anticipated I, something happening. Yes, there. I thought you were going to kick me, so okay, I, I just I stayed away. I don't know. It just seemed odd. It, it, well, yeah, of course it <laughs> seems odd. So that's how it goes. So uh, already in the chat room, lively as well, petitions to uh, remove the uh, the officials from that game. Oh, already? Forever? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah well, I mean, that, that was yeah. happening yesterday. They were probably in the chat room last night. <laughs> is there already? A, already is, well, there was a groundswell already moving. Is, is there a change.org uh, <laughs> uh, petition circulating me. out there? All right. Uh, let's let's get into this because this is uh, lots of interesting stuff. I had a busy night. I don't it's a know. Lots to unpack. <laughs> I, was, I had a busy night. I don't know about about everybody else. I was up till about midnight. Uh, I was on the phone to Colorado, uh, trying to do a whole bunch of stuff in here. So uh, it was busy. Uh, it wasn't a normal, relaxing, you know, galaxy game because we've had so many of those this year. Where yeah, it's just all... like, oh, it's so easy. <laughs> wow, look at this. Look at this galaxy team. Yeah, midweek games and midweek away games are something that's especially weird with the LA Galaxy. They never it's never just business as usual. There's always something funky that happens on those midweek away games. Yeah. Yeah, there is. I mean, you know, it's like we always used to say, you know which game they almost always played midweek is Dallas. And weird yeah. things always happen in Dallas. So, well, um, they played Dallas midweek. Fortunately, it was it was in LA. So, uh, yeah, you're you're absolutely right, except that one was the opposite. So, maybe this is the bizarro LA Galaxy season where Dallas, everything goes as planned, then everything else goes off the rocker. Is that what you're hoping that's for now? What I'm, that's what I'm, you know, we got we got to hang on to something. Five games left. Not a lot to hang on to. Yeah, I was going to say, just, just, just five. 15 total points available, okay. Eric. 15 total points available. Okay. I know there were people, I know it, I saw it, they were reaching for that panic button last night. Well, panic button, it's over. That's it. We're done here. We're done here, boys and girls. Everything's, we're, we're good. We're good because that's it. The Galaxy just missed out on the playoffs. And that's not not true. It's just not true. Did you I, say it's not not true? It's Yes, yes. Because if it's not not true, I'm with you. I, you, <laughs> you know, a panic button, I could see it. The hand's got to, I maybe tapped it. And you could call it a false alarm if you want. But I, I definitely, I, I took the glass casing off of it. Right. Put my hand above it. And, and my hand may have slipped and hit it. Uh, and you can tell me I'm wrong for doing so. But I, I don't blame anyone for thinking uh, this, this could be 
a, a downward trend if this is the way it goes. Wait, but, wait, wait, but, wait, wait, wait. It could be a downward trend. You have seen the LA Galaxy. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I think I mentioned on, uh, on on Instagram that it had been, I forget what the total, like 40,000 40, minutes, you know, since the Galaxy were last in the wind column. So some, it had been pretty much a month. And now they're still, we're just adding to that total. So yeah, you could say it's the beginning of a downward trend, but I guess I guess we've been on a downward trend. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's really, talk about it was, the game? No, I don't want to. <laughs> I, it's it. Here's the thing. I'm going to give you my over overreaching okay. sort, and then we can we can go into lots of details. I imagine there's going to be tons of details. Uh, again, two one loss to Colorado Rapids. Um, I do not think, and I am I. Hey, if I'm on an island by myself, I got some tunes. I got a campfire. <laughs> got some weenies to roast. I'm good to go. Uh, on this island by myself. The Galaxy didn't play that bad. And I know there's people who are like, wait a minute, I saw that game. It was horrible. You're right. It was horrible. It was horrible. It was two teams that were not playing well. Yeah, it was an ugly game. I wouldn't say it was a boring game, but an ugly game. I mean, it was boring until like, you know, the last, <laughs> well, I would say the last no, 10 minutes. Sh- there were a lot of shots on goal. It, it, th- things were happening. Uh, I, there, 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 it was, it was a game that like should have only had 10 minutes left. And then there were like 30 minutes left yeah, whenever, whenever you, you get into the hundred minute mark when there's no <laughs> added extra time. That is always, you know, you know, something weird happens. So, so the Panda called me, he had a speaking engagement last night and so he didn't get to watch the oh, game. The prof- professor. Oh Panda. yeah, of course. I'm sure. It, we, I didn't say where it okay, could be. You sorry. Know, you know, I just made an assumption. Who knows? It could be at clown college. I don't know. <laughs> Um, but the panda called me. He goes, Hey, he goes, what happened? He goes, I saw that it was like zero zero in the 75th minute. And then I got done with my thing. And I was like, what in God's name happened all that? And I said, well, whenever you get into the eighth minute of four minutes of stoppage (laughs) time, you know, things have gone a little wacky. Um, and that's sort of where, uh, you, you see this. So again, uh, LA galaxy lose two to one to the Colorado Rapids. Um, I don't think the galaxy played that bad. There was a bad play with Shelvick and certainly the marking that allowed uh, Colorado to get the first goal. Um, outside of that, uh, Bingham had to make 10 saves, which isn't exactly ideal either, but no Jonathan Dos Santos, uh, no Sebastian Legette, which you knew kind of, we, yeah. we were hoping that there would, they wouldn't play full 90 minutes, but they both did. Yeah. And with the comments that, uh, Guillermo Barscrilotto made saying, Antuna would be available. Felcher would be available. If you read between the lines, he knew he was saying Jonathan Dos Santos was not available. Yep. Sebastian Legette was not available. So you knew that in advance. So I was actually surprised that we saw Felcher play, uh, considering he got minutes the day before. And Antuna was not a surprise because, uh, again, he didn't get many minutes that second. I don't think he played at all that second game. No, uh, no, yeah. So he, had so zero he was minutes. fresh and ready to go off the bench. Yeah, both Felcher and Antuna flew into Colorado on Wednesday morning. Now, Felcher played 45 minutes and then ended up playing 90 minutes. So Felcher, in the span of less than 24 hours, played 135 minutes. Uh, we'll get to his play there at the end and whether or not uh, maybe that could have affected it. But the lineup that you saw was Zlatan Ibrahimovic up top. You had uh, Christian Pavone out wide left. You had Fabio Alvarez in the center. You had Chris Pontius out on the right, which I, I, I was like, yes, that's right. That's where Chris Pontius should be. He needs to be playing okay. more now that he's healthy. Uh, and if Antuna's not going to start because you're resting him for whatever, that's, I'm fine with that. Uh, you have Carrasco, uh, and then you had Corona. Now, everybody's saying, why not start Juninho? I mean, Juninho over Carrasco every time. Have, they, ju- have they watched <laughs> any games this season? Well, that's the whole thing. Everybody's like, well, he doesn't even play. He doesn't even play. I'm like, yeah. There well, might be a reason there, for that. I was going to say. Uh, Although, yeah. at this point, why not? The, the drop-off to Carrasco, we, we, the drop-off from Dos Santos to Kitchen right. is a drop-off. Right. B- livable. Right. Drop-off from... Dos Santos to Carrasco 
it's falling off a cliff. So why, why not try something? But he's like four <laughs> string, right? I mean, Carrasco's yeah. like four string, and then Juninho's like fifth string. So I mean, well, let's yeah. see it. Let's see what he could do. What's <laughs> gonna? What's the worst that could happen? They're gonna lose that game. We came out. We know the result. Let's go back. Let's get in the time machine. Let's see what happens. Carrasco in there. Uh, Corona in the center of midfield as well. So filling in for Legette and Jonathan Del Santos there. Uh, Jorgen Shelvick gets to start out wide at left back because uh, duh, Josh forgot that Diego Polento was suspended with yellow card accumulation um, for the game. So Shelvick and Gonzalez and Steris and Felcher and David Bingham back in goal. Your bench was Lampson, Romney, and Tuna Juninho, Araujo, Efrain Alvarez, and Cuello. So when you look at that, you say, okay, Antuna is the only impact sub off the bench that you're going to you be able have to Cuello? make. You didn't think it was Cuello time? <laughs> Your impact sub? Cuello did have what I would consider uh, the cross that yeah, set that, up that the game-tying goal. That could have been it. That could have been it. Yeah, um, I'm saying that in jest. I know. But Efrain, shouldn't he be that guy? No. Instead of Antuna? I love it. What, been, what been, has he proven so no, far I'm, this year? I'm saying that this is what we were we were promised, the prince who was promised here. And so uh, we're, we're not seeing that. So I don't know if if, if uh, Efrain needs is get in his own head and, and get right or whatever support that he needs, the team needs to put around him. Cause he's he's it, just young. Yeah, he's just young. And he's That's still it. very young. So that is fair. I mean, but I being that he is a professional footballer, He's also going to take a punch of criticism, which yeah. is that he disappears for long yes. stretches at a time. And he has a great left foot. Yeah. And if you get a set piece, it's almost worth it to like sub him, sub him in real quick to take a set piece because there's a chance. Yeah, that especially it's if go you're on. in the 112th minute. What do you have to lose? Bring him in. Yeah. So uh, so I'm all for that. But I mean, Efrain Alvarez, in my mind, is not an impact sub. He's not fast. Uh, he has a great soccer mind. Uh, he can be technical. I think Cuello's maybe as technical as he is. And granted, oh, wow. I mean, I do. I think okay. I think Efrain <laughs> has a more cultured left foot. Okay. But in terms of tight spaces and stuff like that, Cuello's probably the better player in tight spaces for me. I just don't. Efrain Alvarez is is okay, but he's not great, and he's not physical. He's small. Well, yeah, that's and, that's a whole nother he's not thing quick. on top of it. Um, so, so all right, that's enough out. Efrain talk. Uh, wow, just bashing him. He wasn't even in the game, and he's getting bashed. He was. Us. He didn't. Didn't he come in? He I came in towards remember. the end. Was it? Did it matter? It didn't matter. Did it? No, it didn't matter. All right. Um, so anyway, so so that's what you get out of this. Now, again, a, as I started to say at the beginning of this, is that I didn't think the Galaxy played that bad. When you realize that you have no midfield, um, because they had no central midfield, and, and where where you see the difference is the shots. Colorado with nineteen shots. Uh, I think that tells. Dos Santos breaks up a lot of plays. And so when you don't have someone breaking up those plays, you're going to have, you know, looks on goal. And so, uh, granted, you know, 12 out of those 19 were on target, but at the same time they had, they took 19 shots, They did, which says something about, uh, the defensive structure. So uh, when, th when those shots were coming from, they were outside of the box. If you saw the, the heat map there, uh, the, you know, they had some cl on close range, but a lot of them were outside looks, which if, if you're a defender, you give them those all day. Right. But at the same time, you know, Law of averages. One of those is going to squeak, squeak through or, or something weird is going to happen and they're going to get some goals out of that. Yeah, David Bingham, 10 saves again. which Yeah, is he, a, he came up big. He, he did, and it, he had a couple in there that he saved the guy, absolutely saved the Galaxy on. Yeah. You I, can, are, can are you, you going to criticize him? Yeah. yeah. I don't know where he was going on the goal. I think what he said was, oh, crap, nobody's guarding that guy. I have to go out there and try to stop it. Yes. I mean, because if he, you He got watch, caught in no man's land. Basically, you go into halftime at 0-0, zero, zero, yeah. that's fine. You go into the later, later stages, and I was preaching this on Monday, and actually I've been preaching it for, I think, the last couple months, is be patient. Yeah. Is don't press forward. Don't give them open looks on goal. If you're 0-0 zero, zero in the 70th minute, I love that. That's give the Galaxy good. a chance to, to, to steal that game, right? Now you don't. Now Daniel Starez puts out puts a foul in that he I quite honestly I thought was a good foul. I was like, you know what, that's a good foul. They were pressing, they were breaking. There was nobody in the midfield to help them break that up. 
break it up now. Yeah, he makes that foul a lot. And so so if if they're if you're going to criticize a little bit is now we see what the end result can be if you give a team enough set pieces and if you foul them in those areas it can be dangerous especially given uh you know if there's a mistake made on marking someone which uh, the galaxy defense is apt to do you just got to be careful with those maybe that foul is okay a little bit closer to midfield uh where it was at maybe put it in a little bit worse of a position so i understand where you're coming from where that's a professional foul but at the same time uh i i think it was a little risky because you know you're letting him go through and making a cross as opposed to having a set piece in the location where it is and allowing Colorado to put uh, men forward. Uh, it's essentially a 50-50 on which one you want. Uh, the Galaxy end up 54-45% uh, uh, losers on possession, which is pretty standard on the road. I don't think that there's any issues with that. I thought the Galaxy had chances. Um, Zlatan yeah. Ibrahimovic missed a chance. I was going to say, Zlatan was, had an off night. And I think I, you know, his touch was off, his passes were off, the shooting was off. It just didn't seem... Uh, like this was the same Zlatan who we've seen in other performances. So you could say, was it the altitude? Was it the travel? He's someone, he's a player who who loves to feed off a good crowd. So again, a, a very sparse crowd given the weather and the fact that it's the Colorado Rapids. You know, maybe he didn't really get up for this game and wasn't as self-motivated like he does in the past. So I think Zlatan had an off night. And when he has an off night, then the Galaxy have an off night. Yeah, um, I think that's a, that's a fair... Um, fair assessment of, of what you saw there, and, and Zlatan wasn't great. Um, again, just you look at all the statistics, and this was, I think, a pretty even game. It, it matches up a lot with what you see between a home team and a road team, sort of yeah. regardless of what the outcome is. So uh, we go into this. Uh, <laughs> then it gets funny. Yeah. So well, I was, I, like I said, I was pretty happy with everything leading right up into. Um, about, you know, the 70th, 74th, 75th minute, everything seemed to sort of be um, trending along the lines that I like to see in terms of a patient road victory or, or getting a point or grinding mm -hmm. something out. It was a grind. Uh, again, without Jonathan Dos Santos in there, without Sebastian Legette, there was nothing coming out of the center of the midfield. Um, there was a lot of attempts at dribbling through things. Yeah. And, and Pavone did what he could, but uh, give Colorado a little bit of credit as well because they, they shut down Pavone on those wings. He, he made some magic happen on some occasions but uh, you know he wasn't really effective on the outside and, and Abubakar is a quick player too and that's who was sort of marking Pavone there and so you saw that you also yeah. saw Guillermo switching Pavone exactly up. to the opposite side whenever Antuna came move. on yes. and, and and that so that whole thing also uh, switching in, and I, I agree with you that was good um, you know Antuna comes in for Chris Pontius in the 55th minute uh, Emil Cuello comes in for Fabio Alvarez I thought again I've seen a string of sort of bad games from Fabio Alvarez he was he had a chance to score a goal yeah. twice in the first half I think and it's funny he the the more difficult one looked more dangerous than the easier one yeah you was. know the one where he was point blank was right at the keeper the one where he had to do a little bit more work it was well taken uh, but the goalkeeper came up big on that one. Um, I, I think that you should see, uh, I, I think that when you look at the chances that were missed and you can sort of say, okay, so Pavone had that tight angle shot that then rebounded that that Alvarez kicked right yes. back at Irwin. Um, actually, Irwin made a good save. Yeah, it was, it was a good save. It was I, I want to give credit to Irwin on that one. Um, so Irwin made that. You had Joe Corona who actually had an open look at the top of the box and he nice had to hit it left-footed. Yeah, that was a nice give and go. With, yeah. with Zlatan, Yeah, I with think, Zlatan yeah. set him up nicely. And, and so you saw that as well. Um, you saw, you know, Rolf Felcher miss his shot at the end there. And we'll, again, we'll talk about that some more. I'm not going to leave this. Is, trust me, we're just building yeah. up to it. All right. It's a slow build. All right. Slow burn, slow build. <laughs> Get to where uh, it's going to go off the rails here, here pretty quickly. So, I mean, there were chances there for the Galaxy. I thought they did a good job of controlling Colorado, who is a counterattacking team, who does have some speed. They were without Kai Kamara. Um, they were missing a couple players as well. Um, so all of these things sort of, you know, floating together to be 
0-0 in the 78th minute is yeah. a pretty good shot. Now, you get this... At yeah. that point, we thought we're walking out of here with a point, which not ideal, but at the same time, given the circumstances, that a point on the road. That would have bumped them into yeah, a playoff would have been okay. So they would have bumped Dallas down uh, in, in the tiebreaker. So um, that would have been fine. And quite honestly, when I looked at this, I said, you know, this is a tougher game than I think yeah. everybody's looking at. I think a point would still be okay. I thought they could steal a win. Um, but then Cole Bassett gets the assist from Jack Price. Jack Price, by the way, who's putting you know little dimes uh, on his set pieces. He was dropping some yeah. really nice set pieces. With the amount of set pieces that they had, I, I'll have to look at what the what the total was. But it seemed like they had a lot a lot more opportunities. I know they had eleven corners to the Galaxy's five corners. So it just seemed like again law of averages. One of those was going to ping off uh, off ahead and go in. So Jorgen Shelvik absolutely flat out refuses to follow his mark. Um, <laughs> and that's that's where you see David Bingham coming off his line late. Absolutely. Um, but the guy's wide open. I mean, Shelvik is a that's good yard piece, and a half. Set piece defending. I mean, you would. Yeah, the, that, the, that's disheartening. The Galaxy do not give up that many set piece goals. They don't. And I know this was uncharacteristic, it, but it was it wasn't. It wasn't. I mean, that's something <laughs> well, that you're uncharacteristic in, in the terms that it's set pieces, right. but not uncharacteristic. And of, of, the fact of you've seen Jorgen, you know, come up short. You've seen, uh, you know, stairs miss a few of those. You've seen Pipo miss a few. Everyone's had their 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 bumbles uh, this season. So I, I yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, but still. Yeah, but still. <laughs> Hit the music. Um, I wait. We don't. We don't <laughs> have not, a music. There's not a jingle for yeah, but still. N- no, yet? I don't know. We could just. <laughs> okay, there you I'll go. Just, I mean, that's but, the one. But we're stealing from you know Panda and All Pato right. in the morning. My apologies to yeah, Panda. Yeah, that's okay. You'll you'll be fine. Um, so anyway, so you see that. So 79th minute, Cole Bassett scores on that. Now the Galaxy do a great job. They come back. They score again. Giancarlo gets his first goal for the LA Galaxy in the 82nd minute set piece. Now here's how I knew that they were probably going to score on that. Is they almost scored on one that was very yeah. similar to. Steras. Yes, and Zlatan, I thought Steras had it. Yeah, and Zlatan was pointing to Steras before the ball was kicked. He was like, not him. me, him, him, right? And uh, and Steras almost got yeah, it. Yeah, I thought it was, he was going to get back in the golden boot race for it, that one. Ooh, just, no, just inches. So Steras almost goes, then Giancarlo Gonzalez does yeah. a great job separation there. Um, nobody was marking him, and he puts it in. So 82nd minute, the game is now tied at 1-1. Again, 82nd minute. Feeling good. The way this... The, thought you lost it. Yeah. You got it back. They, they battled back. You know, the punch in the face woke him up. Point. Point. <laughs> or, you know what? They're going to go win this because yeah. now they have all this momentum. So, um, what you see is sort of characteristic of what you saw throughout this game that Colorado started to surge a little bit and started to press forward. Now, the penalty kick that is awarded to Shinyashika on this particular night is just it's an atrocious call and we're going to start with that it's an yeah. atrocious call the galaxy actually did a good job i thought of shielding him towards the touchline yeah they're they putting him away from goal and i think that's probably why he flung himself because that's essentially what he did is shinishiki flung himself into the defender and, and made that call happen so i don't know if there was you know there was wind i don't know if it was hurricane dorian or what was going on that knocked him over but it definitely was not a foul yeah, yeah, it didn't it didn't feel like a foul. Um it looked like a foul in terms of at first glance you're like, "Oh, well somebody probably touched him just because if you're trailing behind, but but you also see a lot of players make that dive. So that's the referee's job is to to know the difference. It was a, an awkward Yeah, the way he fell forward just wasn't it, Yeah, it, it didn't look like someone got a piece of him. Right, right. And and so here's the deal is if you go and watch the replays, um, there's a couple different angles and what you're going to see on one of the angles and it's the one that I've seen that people make this argument with is that it's Gonzalez who actually trips Shinyashiki and it's because he cuts okay. cuts across him and catches his heel. Now, I thought they were giving it to Cuello who's the one who the, who had the, his arms. The hand slap. Yeah, okay. So well, I don't know that he's even arm. It was a yeah, hand slap. It was, it, was a, it was a high five. <laughs> yeah. Good job. Kobe Jones even said at the end of the broadcast, he said, if it's the hand slap that yep. they're calling, you know, I don't think I've ever seen anything like that called. Here's, here's the thing. If you think that people caught him, you go look at the handheld lower angle 
and you can see there's space there between the feet then. And so you're like, oh, okay, this is clearly going to get called back. Everybody now can see this is a dive. We have VAR in, in MLS. Is that correct? I, I Sometimes I don't know. Okay, because um, you can check these, right? You can Are check the referees these. allowed to check? Again, I'm not up on the rules. So can you just fill me in? Are the referees allowed to check on, 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 on penalty decisions? Not not at um, not at altitude. Oh, That's okay. what it was. Got it, got and it. not where places that have the plague. So those, those <laughs> so are the pra- two. The prairie dogs were in the booth. That explains everything. Yeah. So The uh, VAR ref was taken by the plague. So here you go. You had referee, uh, is it Fodis Bazar? Bazakos, okay? I get Emph- emphasis on Bozo. Uh, no, Bazakos. Oh, sorry. sorry. It's okay. I understand, yeah. Bazakos um, is the center referee. Your video your, your video assistant referee is Alejandro Mariscal, uh, who is part of the famous Mariscal family, right? Who has like seven <laughs> I was different... I, sp- I spoke so highly of that family just a few weeks ago, how, how the tables have turned. Um, so anyway, so, um, so he is the VAR assistant. Okay, here's what's supposed to happen, and I'll tell you what I think happened or what the possibilities are that happened. Because if you watch this, uh, the Colorado broadcasters were laughing because they're like, we're waiting to find the contact. They couldn't yeah. find it. The Kobe Jones, Joe Tutino were like, yeah. there's nothing What is there. happening here? Yeah. yeah. Uh, if you go and listen to like some of the other ones, like even in ESPN where they did yeah. overseas and you can catch that, they're like, there's no contact. Yeah. Uh, the Spanish feeds are sort of like, they're, they're perplexed as well. So, I mean, everybody's sort of sitting there going, okay, this is going to yeah, be overturned. coming back. And, and, and uh, Bazakos never goes and looks at the video. He shakes it off. And the Galaxy players were coming up to him, you know, asking, and he just was defiant in his, in his, uh, in his defense of saying, I'm not even going to look at it. He looked like a defiant child saying, no, you're not going to make me look at it. Yeah. And, which and is bizarre. And here's, so here's how this is supposed to work is that Bazakos makes the call. Now I would argue that anybody says that Bazakos has a better view than any of the replays is lying because he's in line with the camera. He's trailing the play. He's in line with the camera. He sees exactly what and, we all see. Even if you're, you're staring right at it, uh, it's a penalty decision. And if there's even a, a, a string of doubt, a camera can confirm what you saw and you can say, yep, I was, I was standing right there. I was in good position. But when you look at it, it, it just confirms what, what I thought. And so it does not hurt to look at it. So here's what uh, Mariscal probably did is he looked at it. Now, there's a couple different options he has. He looks at it and he says, oh, yeah, I can confirm that. There was definitely contact yeah. there and you're good to go. You don't need to look at this. I see it. I see what you see. Thank you very much. We're Have good. a good day. And in that case, no, no VAR look. Now, well, and he did look. Technically, yeah. it was looked at, yeah. right? It's always checked. Okay. So, so the VAR official is looking at it. So if he saw that, um, then if he said that there was no contact or if he said he confirmed it, I have to imagine that he's not watching the correct play because everybody's watched it. We all saw it. So we're like, okay, throw that one aside. Now here's what the, here's another likely scenario is that he looked at it and said, you know what? There's, there, there's, there's, there might be contact. There might be contact, but I don't have enough angles to yeah. be able to tell that this is definitely not contact. Now I would argue that you can see that. And if you have to guess a little bit, that's okay. This is, I, I know it's supposed to be clear and obvious, but yeah. you can use your eyes to determine what you see on there. Isn't that what a referee's job is to use their eyes That's, to make a determination? Again, totally, totally <laughs> reasonable uh, respect or, or response from that. And, and I get it. So if he says that and he says, um, there's not enough, he can tell Bazakos, Hey, yeah. there's not enough here. So go ahead with the penalty kick. I'm yeah. just, I'm going to stay away from it. Um, the third option is he goes, Hey, uh, Bazakos, you're going to need to look at this. And Bazakos <laughs> says, I will not. And that's what it looked like he was doing. Yeah. I, the way he was, his mannerisms and the way you, you, it was, I, the body language told me 
something different that he he was headstrong in this. And again, I could be totally wrong. We we, we don't have the the feed on what the the VAR ref was telling him, so we don't know what exactly was said. Maybe the VAR ref said, "Yep, clear penalty," and that's why he's saying I'm not going to bother looking at right. it. Right. But but his body language, I don't know, it tells me something different. Okay, so conspiracy uh, foil so hats are off. Well, yeah, okay, I was going to say moving forward. Uh, so there, therefore, uh, Colorado takes the lead in the 85th minute. Now we get really wacky. We get into stoppage time. You get the red card to Christian Pavone, which was <laughs> never a red card. Now, here's the thing. I'm going to point this out, and I, I think I pointed this out on Twitter. Uh, the and, and I'm going to give you the referee's official statements and all that stuff, too. I have all that, and uh, I'll tell you all the fun I had in collecting that. Um, so what, what happens is Pavone gets shown a red card. He walks to the midfield line. The fourth official literally stops him. him. He's, he's like, just yeah, stop. Stand right this here. This is ridiculous. This, he's, he's like, they're going to look at this, and, yes. and it's probably going to get overturned. Because he's probably hearing them on on the radio saying, this isn't a red card. This yeah. You need to take a look at it. So Bazakas goes over, looks at the hood, comes back, and issues a yellow card. Now, the person who issued that red card was actually the linesman. <laughs> and that linesman had called three or four ticky little fouls late in the game yeah. on the LA Galaxy right in that spot. Well, you know what it is. It's the time-wasting situation. You take it to the corner, you shield the ball, and you wait for the other team to foul you so again here i am speaking poorly of the referees but we've already crossed that bridge this was the linesman time linesman's time to shine yes he said the ball's in front of me i get to make these calls they the galaxy are going to be desperate to get the ball this is my chance to influence the game and flex my muscles which is not what you should be doing in that situation so that's a delicate situation and of course the galaxy are going to be trying to take the ball away and dispossess them they're desperate they're down a goal uh, and the other team is shielding it. So there's going to be physical contact there. So you can't call the slightest physical contact. And then to go a red, uh, when, when the player was, he was going after the ball. He was not going after the legs. And, and he kicks him. Yeah, he, it's a, he, it's a he foul. contacts him, and it's a foul. It's a, and, I don't even know if it's I, a yellow card, I, by I the think way. it's a yellow. I think you can sure. call it a yellow. Um, but at the same time, it's not definitely not a red. Okay, so anyway, so Pavone Moving gets on. to stay on the field, which is good <laughs> which because they, he's, which that tells me they have VAR they, and they, they looked at it. They know and how to use able, it. Yeah, they, they know how to use it. Well, uh, they're going to look at another play here in a second, and it's going to be more baffling than all Just, the rest uh. of them. So uh, you get deeper into stoppage time again. Eight minutes into the four minutes of stoppage time now, um, you have Pavone who's down on the side, who takes a Bubakar a little bit to the line. He cuts it back. Quayo, who's coming to the game, hits a left-footed cross. It's a little deep. I thought it was going in over the inline. I yeah. thought. Yeah, uh, Zlatan went to go get it, um, and he does a great job because he was. Uh, it looked like he was going to try to head it, and then he realized that he needed to knee it or chest it or however that ends up happening. But he gets a touch of it, and then it comes off a Colorado player, and it basically falls right inside the six-yard yeah. box to a wide-open Rolf Felcher who had just played, like I said, over <laughs> 135 minutes in less than 24 hours, uh, and Felcher uh, just so so close. Felcher so close to just tying that game with a header. Um, he, he puts the ball wide. And that would be the story if yeah. not for what happened a millisecond after he heads the ball. Um, and that, of course, is that uh, Rolf Felcher gets whacked in the head. Kicked um, in the face. Kicked in the face. Literally by, kicked in the face. By Danny Wilson. Now, uh, the crazy thing was when I saw this live, you couldn't tell that he got kicked in the yes. face just from the angle. But you saw him writhing around. and I thought actually, he was just angry. And act, I thought... I thought he definitely. I thought he got head to head. I thought it was a head to head collision. The way he he was writhing around, and then when they showed the replay, um, the way he went down, he kind of looks up and then grabs his head. And I thought, okay, he's embellishing here. And then they showed the the other angle from behind the goal where he yeah. got kicked in the head, and he gets kicked in the head. <laughs> now everybody who watches this immediately goes, "Oh, he got kicked in the head. Yeah. This is coming back, right? Yes. This is this is this simple. is a no brainer. This is a no clear this, and obvious. Clear I and is obvious. What they call it. VAR. Now here's the scary thing." 
is they did not call for VAR review for two minutes. Yeah, they let it, yeah. For two minutes. What is Mariscal <laughs> looking at, or what is he yeah. having to say to convince Bazakos to yeah. go look at this play? Because this is one of those, you're like, you need, I, yeah. if I'm if I'm if Mariscal, I'm sitting there going, dude, <laughs> you missed it. You couldn't see it. It's yeah. not your fault, but this is a red, yeah. the, you know, this is a red card, but it's a penalty kick. Yeah. This is a penalty kick. Um, it's a clear and obvious error, yeah. and he... It's clear that Mariscal was telling him something. Thought it was clear and obvious because otherwise he wouldn't have brought it up to Bazakos. Yeah, and and here's where where my conspiracy theory foil hats back on that Bazakos was being defiant here is because had Felcher not been down for injury and they were not the trainers were not on the field tending to him, he would have forced that goal kick and it would have been quick. You could tell he was ready to keep it moving, but because there was the stoppage for injury, that gave Mariscal time to essentially, like you said, convince him that there was something for him to go take a look at it. But I think he was so stubborn in the fact that, no, I'm not going to call it. It's not fair to call it again. And we'll talk about the comments afterward. Um, but to not call that, he, he was kicked in the head. And so I've heard some people say that, oh, he, he could have put away the header and that would have been it. But you said it earlier, with some with a boot coming towards your face, it's kind of hard to, to go all in. You know, you see players sacrifice their bodies and go for it and risk it all to go to to you know, make a goal. So I could, I could see that argument, but at the same time there was a contact boot, boot to the face. So that should have been a, a clear penalty. The other funny thing is the, the Spanish announced team. I, I reposted the video uh, on Instagram today. They go, Oh, see, 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 like, you know, it was, <laughs> they, they said, see about a, a million times just cause, Oh yeah, it's, it's clearly a penalty. Well, well that was the, the Colorado announcing yeah. crew was like, Oh, this is, this is going to come back. This yeah. is a penalty. Okay. Kobe and, and, and Joe, Joe Gettino are yeah. like, this is clearly a, and then Bazakos goes and stares at it for like a long time. How did that even, <laughs> so again, if I'm Mariscal, I'm like, you don't even need to look at this. This is, this yeah. is a foul. It's a penalty kick. I'm telling you right now, clear and obvious, yeah. just, just issue it. And, and you're on the right side of things here. Um, the fact that Bazakos goes in, looks at it and determines that Rolf Felcher getting kicked in the face is not a penalty kick and did not affect the play because yeah. you have to basically say, oh, well, he got the ball. Yeah. And listen, Zlatan, Zlatan is on the side of Bazakos here. Now, <laughs> I also think he's not really on the side of Bazakos yeah. that he was like, oh, no, he should have finished it. You know, it was just Zlatan sort of being Zlatan a little bit. But if you take him at his word, he's on the side of Bazakos saying that Felcher had a chance to get yeah. it. And this is one of my biggest arguments is that anywhere else on the field, that's a yellow card and it's a foul. And everybody knows that. Yeah. Um, but suddenly, whenever we get in the box, um, I've always hated the fact that defenders are able to uh, slide tackle a player in the box after they've taken a shot. Like, yeah. just when they're ready to take the shot, they take the shot, they barely get it off, and the defender comes and just cleans them right yeah. out. And they never call a penalty kick on that stuff. Um, this is a penalty kick. This clearly affected the play. Uh, and the fact that, you know, you have a referee who, quite honestly, defends... Uh, his 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 defense. <laughs> I defends his but, this call. But, but it's, at it's the same crazy. time, are you surprised by that? He's not going to say he was wrong and he made a mistake. No, because that, he believes what he believes. Yeah. I mean, and that's what he, I yeah. mean. You shouldn't ever say he's not going to say he made a mistake exactly. after he looked at it on exactly. video. Now exactly. he he could have whenever. Uh, so let's get to the comments because that's where it is. Uh, let's. Uh, he talks about the red card to Buffon. That one's easy and that's fine and blah blah blah. Uh, <clears throat> here he is talking about uh, the penalty kick and let's give a huge shout out to Matt Pollard of Last Word on Sports. He was the pool reporter um, at Colorado. Now, uh, whenever we want to ask questions to the referees, you have to find a pool reporter, and there are basically two or three pool reporters at every location that they're supposed to be. I am one of them. 
uh, Scott French uh, for at at uh, at the uh, at Dignity Health Sports Park is one of them, um, and I think Damian Calhoun is the third one. So there's three of us. Okay, uh, between Scott and I, we ask most of those questions all the time, and we probably do six, seven, eight, nine of those maybe per year. So out of 17 home yeah. games, it's a lot. Um, but we go, and I've de- I've been down there I think four or five times so far this year, where I've been down asking questions afterwards. Here's the problem. I wasn't there. Uh, I wasn't in Colorado. <laughs> you had to call in a favor. So Enter I had Matt Pollard. Yeah, I had to find Matt, and I didn't know who was there as a pool reporter. So I had to go and find Matt, and uh, through different channels, and certainly the North American Soccer Reporters, which I'm a member of, uh, NASR, helped. Uh, to connect me with Matt. And the reason this is important is that Matt could have literally told me to bug off as soon as I yeah. contacted him. Uh, but he, I, I kind of know Matt. We're not, I, we, we know each other a lot better now because we spent some time to, time talking um, on Twitter and, and, and trying to get this right. But basically it was, hey, Matt, I want you to ask questions for me. And he was like, yes, what do you have? It wasn't a no. So he cooperated fully and he had the same questions basically. And so, he's someone who covers the Rapids as well. So is, just yeah. the fact for him to, to honor a Galaxy reporter you know, to make those questions, knowing our sl- where obviously where our slant was going to be, right? Uh, for him to honor that, you know, big shout out to him. Well, and and that was the thing; it was to try to get the answers for Galaxy fans, and so I, I I paired up with Matt. Now Matt went down, and usually what happens is you write down the questions. You're only allowed three. I I can elaborate on why that's BS, but you know, usually what you do is you ask like three questions and each question, so you get about nine. <laughs> um, and then there's usually do a um a written response and it's usually like one or two word answers you just never anything thing but bazakos came out of the referee's locker room and talked to matt pollard directly he basically got to interview him and he allowed as many follow-up questions which you're only supposed to get one um he allowed as many so uh as much as i disagree with almost (laughs) all the calls he made down the stretch and certainly uh i'll tell you that i think he stole the game from the la galaxy uh i absolutely tip my hat to him because him coming out and answering these questions allows us to have not just like one word answers where i usually post a picture we have a transcript yeah this this is what should happen after each game uh not just when there's controversial calls uh you know, this is the access that, that the fans need and that uh, people around the league need to see, especially with, you know, what Rooney's been saying about referees, what Zlatan's been saying about referees. Uh, this is their opportunity uh, to kind of right the ship. At the same time, they're wrong. They're wrong. He was wrong. <laughs> but at the same time, credit to him for at least putting it out there. I'll, I'll tell you right now that um, after this whole incident and how it played out, because Matt did an amazing job, worked with me, and I was able to transcribe it and get it out to you guys, like, really fast within about 35 minutes of the game being over we had the transcript up uh and was there and it was already put into the la galaxy's quote sheet as well which means that it got distributed to all the people who covered the la galaxy and get those quote sheets after the game so um we were able really max distribution it showed up on spectrum Sportsnet when after we had after after i had published it uh matt was still still wait working hum- on stuff wait a humble brag then. yeah i know well you know <laughs> it would be li- nice if spectrum decided to you know put my name on it whenever i whenever <laughs> matt and i did that work matt and i's name should never have been enough on. never you, enough Never enough. Uh, ESPN FC had a whole segment about it today where they were laughing at the calls and laughing at the responses. And yeah. we'll, we'll read them and so that way you can get them. Um, they had our names on it, by the way. That's why we're, <laughs> we're famous. Um, so we did that. Um, so all of that stuff is is like, you know, w- was was really important. And it was one of the reasoning reasoning or one of the reasons that I knew we had to get that and why I, I pressed so hard. And Matt was amazing. So Matt Pollard, uh, I think, gets a salute from all LA Galaxy fans. And quite honestly, uh, Bazakos, uh, in a letter that I wrote to the North American Soccer Reporters President, Jonathan Tannenwald, I actually uh, I, I complimented him to yeah. no end because he came out and answered. And he was he was a total gentleman, was amazing. And we get all this. You can disagree with him. But he he gave us what he had. So anyway, um, 
here we go. He talks about the penalty kick to Shinya Shiki. He goes, the reasoning behind the penalty kick uh, was a tripping foul. He goes, that was kind of easy. And it again, was easy. It was an okay, easy call. Yeah, it was very easy. Um, <laughs> oh man. Yeah, this is this is crazy. Then it goes on. That was that was really his only statement on that. It was hey, it was an easy call. It was easy. It was easy. Which means to me, he didn't see it. Um, and I'll tell you right now, I know who they're calling the foul on. Everybody's like, well, who was it on? They have yeah, to tell you. Giancarlo. It's it's Gonzalez. It's yeah. people um, because he was trailing, and it looks mm-hmm. like he almost clips him. But he doesn't. Yeah. But it looks like he almost does. Um, and, you know, that's going to be enough for um, some of the talking heads to go around and be like, oh, well, there, see, there was, there's not enough evidence to overturn this. There <laughs> is. Uh, there's plenty of evidence to do it. And whenever people hide behind that, it's like you can't use your eyes and your brain to, like, put yourself in a spot on yeah. the field and, like, rotate it in your head and be like, think 3D for a second and be like, oh, no, there is space between those. So they, <laughs> they didn't touch each other. Um, you know, if you also want to blame the fact that there aren't as many cameras as there probably should have been on from this game. Midweek game, Spectrum game. Uh, if this is yeah. a nationally televised yeah. game, do you do you have that? It's do you have the different. correct view? Some, some you do. Different angles. Yeah, the deeper line. Yeah, because you didn't have the sideline deep line, um, like the offside camera. Yes. yes, that was not there last night. Uh, I know because they hardly ever showed any offside calls. <laughs> um, so anyway, the the whole deal of, of how it goes. Uh, so yeah, if anybody, by the way, they're saying in the uh, in the chat room that in the game record it says Quayo. The game record is wrong. I'm telling you, it was on Pipo. It's not yeah. on Quayo because he called it a tripping foul, and there was no tripping by Quayo. But um, that's the thing, because it was called on Quayo. It's a hand slap. Yeah, exactly. It's not <laughs> that's tripping. What, that's what people are, are left to, to say. Yeah. Okay, now let's go why it wasn't a penalty for Rolf Felcher. Here's Spazakos. He says, uh, the defender from Colorado is trying to clear the ball out. As he's trying to clear the ball out, the LA, uh, the LA player comes in. Uh, he says, Felcher is trying to go in to score. The defender is trying to clear it. Okay, I'm fine mm-hmm. with that so far. So far, he's explained soccer. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Good job. And uh, and he continues. He says, and he goes in, makes the header, misses. Then afterward, he contacts the leg of the defender who is trying to clear. So if we're at this pause, let's Yeah, I know. Well done. That was good. The that dramatic was, reading. Woo. Rolf Felcher's head contacts the leg. Yes. It's Rolf so Felcher's he head fault. He headbutted his foot. It's Rolf, it's Rolf <laughs> Felcher's fault that, that he did that. All right. Um, so, so that's, we're done here. That's what, he, that's what he's saying. Now, uh, the ESPN FC guys, by the way, were like cracking yeah. up whenever they heard this. And I, by the way, I really, I kind of agree. Um, that that it's it's it's, it's ridiculous. It's, yeah. it's a horrible it's a ridiculous explanation. Answer. Here's the deal: is that he's actually saying, um, he's actually saying whenever he says misses, then afterward he contact like there's some large yeah. space. It is literally Felcher heads the ball, gets kicked in the head. Yeah, it's 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 amazing that the foot and the ball yeah. didn't almost get there at the same time. They're yeah. that close. It's a millisecond. So you kick the guy in the head. Do you think that doesn't affect things? Yeah. And, and that's the other thing. It's the follow through from the leg that hits him. Felcher is heading the ball. He's already headed it. Yeah. His head's already as far forward as it's moving. So it's the defender's foot that follows through and catches Felcher. So to say that his, his head, you know, hit the foot, it, it's it's insane. So so here we go. So <laughs> You uh, have to laugh. So he says, so at that point, this is Bazakos again. So at that point, it wouldn't have been fair. And then I put in parentheses to issue a penalty kick. He's saying it wouldn't have been fair to yeah. issue a penalty. Because that's how we d- judge things. Is it's it fair? Whether, whether is it's it fair? fair? Not the laws of the game. Yeah. Just Not, if it's Was fair. it a foul? Eh, is yeah. it fair? Um, basically, I think the argument is he's getting two shots at goal. It's like he played advantage in the millisecond that it took between. And that just and that's the thing. We just want consistency because on the other side of the field, they played advantage. Pavone didn't make things happen. And then they called it back and gave it a free kick to the Galaxy. Yeah. Uh, so you played advantage. It didn't work out. And then you called it back. So he called it the complete opposite way in the first half. 
and then called it differently when it could have been a game deciding goal. That that's frustrating. Here's Matt Pollard. Great follow up question. He says, so Felcher contacts the yeah. leg of the Colorado <laughs> player. Uh, Eric has heard the audio yeah, I heard, here. I don't, I'm not going to share the audio. Yeah. It's 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 a very nice conversation. There's nothing in there, but it's this audio is not really for publication. Yeah, it's just, for transcription. Yeah, he basically says, did I hear what I think I heard? Yeah, yeah. So Matt <laughs> does a great job. Goes, Felcher contacts the leg of the Colorado player. Uh, that's that's Matt. And he goes, and, and the Bazaka says, yeah, it's two players playing a ball, you know, midsection high. <laughs> I can't. Felt This is not midsection high. Like, yeah. midsection is at the waist, yes, right? that's how I view midsection, the middle of your body. Felcher bends down to head a ball that is chin high. Yeah. I mean... It's crossed in. It's it, crossed in. It's not in. driven in. No. It's a lofting cross that essentially... Or, sorry, Zlatan heads it back yeah. down. But it's, <laughs> Zlatan, it's Zlatan 6-5. Yeah. Uh, he says, uh, so they're both making a fair challenge for the ball. So Danny Wilson is making a fair challenge for the ball. He kicks him in the head, but it's a fair challenge. Well, he was making a fair challenge until he kicked him in the head. The LA player beats him to the ball. This is Bazakas again. And so there's some contact afterward, but it wouldn't be fair to come back and give a penalty kick. There's some what does contact. That mean? What does that mean? It wouldn't be fair to come back and there's, that, there's, Yes, there's contact, but it wouldn't be fair. I, I just, can we move on? Let's preview Sporting Kansas City. <laughs> it's laughable. Uh, yeah, again. So again, you could say Galaxy were outshot. They were outpossessed. Uh, maybe they, they shouldn't have walked out of there with three points, but the way things went down, uh, you know, phantom call for Colorado and then not being given a penalty in the 108th minute. Uh, point, points were taken from the LA Galaxy by Fazio Bazokas. Fatis. What's his name? Bazakos. Whatever. Yeah. It's not important. Yeah. He's not refing in this league again. No, you Get see, that's the thing you think so. Wait till. <laughs> wait. He's refing the MLS Cup final. Wait till Pro comes out and defends these. Yeah. Well, when, yeah. He'll, he'll be refing on Sunday. Yeah. He, he might be have the Galaxy game again. He doesn't. Um, but anyway, no. I mean, so that's what it is. So, uh, again, I, I know there's people out there who want to say, you know, the Galaxy didn't play well enough to win. And my argument would be, okay, so take away the Shinyashiki penalty kick, which we all agree is, is a farce. It's, it, it didn't happen. So now it's 1-1. Right, so so you're like, okay, okay it's one one. Uh, give Felcher a penalty kick. Now, granted, you don't play that long. It's hard. It, it, these are all like uh, injury butterf- on the injury. Yeah, these are all butterfly moments where yeah, you know, because but- they're not. Yeah, exactly, butterfly effect because yep. uh, Colorado isn't shielding the ball in the end that causes the Pavone thing, which gives you you know three or four extra minutes. So you're right. Yeah, um, but, but so call it one one. So, I think so, that's you just ended it ninety the ninety second minute or ninety third minute, and that's that. Well, you want to go back to the Chris Pontius? Not I, I don't think the Chris Pontius foul yeah, in the box is up. a foul. <laughs> I think it's a shoulder charge. I think it's a fair shoulder charge. I think that you know. But if you're going to call Shinyashiki with that amount yeah. of contact and you don't call that one, then okay, you give the Galaxy. The Galaxy had enough in this with the missed calls to actually win this game. They could have stole it. They could have stole it. You, they could have walked away and said, "Man, the Galaxy stole three points there." I could have seen that happening because they did it sporting Kansas City. At Kansas City, they stole three points uh, away at Kansas City. So I could have seen that scenario, but at the same time, the way things shook out, uh, I'm not going to say that they should have walked out with three points. They should have had a point, though. A point was fair. And and that means the the game was stolen. Um, in, in my opinion. And, and Are pl- points important? Do you point, need points point, again yeah. to the playoffs? Again, right now, if the Galaxy got a point, right, they would be in the playoffs. They would have jumped FC Dallas because on the tiebreakers, they would have passed them. And then the panic button still has the glass casing. It does. And we're all happy. It does. And it's everybody's okay. like, you know what? A point it's is not okay. not so bad. Um, but, but quite honestly, it was, it was, uh, I would have to say it's incompetence. You can't look at that and yeah. say that's anything else. Especially I think the, com- the comments afterward made it worse. Which they shouldn't have. We got <laughs> we got the best explanations yeah. we've ever received. But they were just, it was, it was fiction. 
Um, good the, times. The international call-ups that we had, uh, again, Legette played 90 minutes for the United States. Are we good with this game? I just I figured we're, we're, we need to put it I, back. I've been dying to move forward. Okay. Yeah. So, I'm very much done with this But game. I mean, they could have... No. Um, <laughs> so Legette played 90 minutes for the U.S. Uh, Jonathan Dos Santos played 90 minutes. Guillermo Barros-Scoloto had them fly directly back to Los Angeles. That way they could rest for the Sporting Kansas City team. Uh, we talked about Felcher, and again, the 135 minutes. If Major League Soccer does not have a international break, uh, does that also affect this game? Yeah, of course it does. Yeah, so that's, an, that's another thing that's just sort of crazy. 135 minutes and 24 hours for Rolf Felcher. Just, that's Which, good for him. I, and the fact that he stayed on the field and had a chance. Just they have an opportunity. He wasn't he wasn't dead tired. He was still moving forward. And Tuna got a uh, got a fat zero minutes with Mexico and then came in and subbed in for the Colorado game. I would expect all four of those players to still be available for Sunday. I don't know if you start Felcher because um, it's Araujo. a lot. Yeah, maybe a raw, but I thought they would start Araujo in this game yeah. after Felcher got, and you could bring Felcher on if you needed yeah. to. So uh, they may just be riding the Felcher yeah. horse until this is done. I, I will say this about Antuna. He hit a really nice volley in the game, and I think that come with his confidence that he gains when he goes with the Mexican national team. I don't know that he, he takes that chance so well uh, unless he, he's on, on out with his national team. So I think, uh, you know, why doesn't Antuna perform with the Galaxy like he does with the national team? You hear that a lot. But at the same time, I think him coming back with that confidence, seeing him strike a ball like that, I don't think we've seen him strike a ball that well. Uh, you know, he's gotten those rebound-type goals. Yeah. So I, I'm excited to see what Antuna can do uh, on Sunday. Well, I really like him in a sub-role, by the yeah. way. I mean, that just That's me- where he's effective. You have the you have the speed. You do it against tired legs. It's really the Boateng argument all over again. Um, and I I don't know if Antuna is going to stay with the Galaxy for next year. It seems like I, I almost feel like that's unlikely. But Dennis DeClosa may have something up his sleeve yeah, on that. Let's and, cross and that bridge when we get there. Um, so now you look at the standings for the LA Galaxy. He's still staying in eighth place. Now everybody was saying it's over. Play, yeah. It's playoffs are over. That was it. Um, because some people were labeling this a must win, and I think we did a good job on Monday saying it's not. It would be it yeah. would be really nice. Yeah. Uh, had the Galaxy won, they would have had forty five points, and they would have been fourth, in fourth, fourth, or fourth yeah, fourth or fifth in in that uh, in that scenario. Um, actually, it would have been fourth because they would have beat Minnesota on total wins. So um, they would have been fourth. So that's what could have done it. Had they got a point, they would have jumped FC Dallas and been seventh. But they didn't. They got zero points, uh, and right now that means forty two points eighth place in the western conference but the, the here's the again we're gonna put the positive spin because that's what we do around here uh when you scoreboard watch and look around the league, houston beat minnesota yep keeps minnesota at 45 so it doesn't have them move forward uh rsl one versus san jose which makes san jose leapable now uh, granted rsl and uh san jose need to lose their games on this weekend if the galaxy are going to leap them but it makes them leapable which is the positive that you could take a, take away from this Yeah, um, I'll say this. It seems like this race for the last two spots is going to come down to Dallas, San Jose, who both have difficult records um, or difficult games coming down the stretch. Um, And the LA Galaxy technically have one of the, again, technically have, I'm I'm using (laughs) as much flowery language language as I can, but technically have the easiest schedule of those teams down this stretch. Yeah, and if you're looking at percentages, 538, one of my favorite websites that I like going to, uh, they have the Galaxy with an 80% chance of making the playoffs still with these last five games. They have San Jose uh, and FC Dallas on those last two spots. So because of their difficult schedules, they're above the, the Galaxy right now in the standings. But if you're going to project, and, and 538 this season has been pretty good with their projections, uh, they have the Galaxy still with an 80% chance above San Jose, above FC Dallas. 
Um, if you're looking for any updates on Roman Alessandrini, I'll give you a heads up on Friday as we learned on Monday, on Friday. So we're recording on Thursday night. Uh, Friday morning is when uh, the LA Galaxy will have uh, Roman Alessandrini supposedly um, work out with GBS. And so he's going to do that. And then after that, they expect that it's going to be probably about a week to a week and a half before their return. I think the Montreal game is the game that they're targeting right now uh, for Roman Alessandrini to be back, be back on the field. It when is. you say he's going to work out, I'm expecting like a Rocky montage. Dun, 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 yeah, they're playing some music. You know, some good things. Galaxy, you know, PR team. Yeah. Get on that. Yeah, work work on that right away. So anyway, so so that's where Roman Alessandrini is. We talk about the schedule coming up. Obviously, this game coming up on Sunday against Sporting Kansas City. Uh, all home games are must-win games, in my opinion. I agree. And that gives the Galaxy nine points, and really you get another win in there, and I think the Galaxy have enough to, to get into the playoffs. You get two draws yeah. and nine points. That's, That's 11 it. points. That, just, that just, could be enough. Just go unbeaten in the last five after only <laughs> having two wins in their last, I think, ten games or nine games. Um, so, yeah, I mean... There's Except I don't believe this team can go five without a loss. I think there's another loss coming. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, and that doesn't make me argue. feel good. <laughs> I'm not going to argue. I mean, I, I think you're. I know there's a lot of talk about if this team catches fire, if they get hot at the right time, and I think you just need to be very careful with that because I don't think this team has it. I, I think putting three or four games in a row, they have shown over the course of the season that they are incapable of putting three or four games in a row. So maybe they'll get out of, uh, around in the first. Maybe we'll make some exciting things happen. But I think we just need to pump the brakes on this team catching fire at the end because I just don't think they have it in them. No, no, no. They're just not peaking too soon. <laughs> you don't want to peak too soon, Eric. I think you told uh, me I've that see, I've seen what I needed to see. Yeah. Uh, I, th this is why I'm saying it out loud because now they're going to prove me wrong. So Sporting Kansas City uh, game on Sunday. Montreal next Saturday. That is another home game. So you're looking at six points the Galaxy can get in the next two weekends. Um, then it is a way to RSL, which I think is a difficult game yeah, for them to that, win. That's, that's the one that I, I have not going our way. Uh, then Sunday back home to Vancouver, which should again be a win and then away at Houston. I mean, it could, it seems like it's going to come down to should. Houston again. <laughs> it should. Uh, that's if, that's if the LA galaxy, I, I mean, they're still in it <laughs> depending on, uh, again, depending on results around the league, I, I could see them losing a game and still not being out of it. That's the one thing that's, that's frustrating as a fan is you are now scoreboard watching. The other results are going to impact you. You're not in control of your own destiny. So so I know this is technically not true, but it also is technically true that the Galaxy right now do control their own destiny. If they won because, all five games, yeah, they're, the, they're in. Well, yes. But but Western, the, and the other thing where you say uh, Western teams play each other. Yeah. So they're going to, you know, the other teams aren't going to go so far ahead of the Galaxy because they have to play each other. Oh, it's going to be an interesting one. That is for sure. Um, should be a, an interesting game. Really, you know, we could, should simulate this in FIFA and see what happens. And, and see, see where it is. Uh, the other sort of uh, big news that we that we have uh, that is right on the precipice, of course, Zlatan Ibrahimovic um, looking to possibly tie or break the single season uh, LA Galaxy goal scoring record. He has 23 goals. Carlos Ruiz has 24 goals. Um, with the no goals that he scored against Colorado, uh, Zlatan Ibrahimovic is now uh, scoring .96 goals per game or one goal every 90 94 minutes, um, which would still put him above uh, Carlos Ruiz, who played in 26 games, had a .92 goals per game or a nine, or one goal every 99 minutes. Um, so he's quickly approaching, you know. Has anyone told Zlatan this? I'm, I'm sure somebody you think has. think he knows? I, I mean, I'll tell him, if, you know, the whole thing. Because <laughs> we saw this with Cristiano Ronaldo earlier in the week. 
you know, someone said, you need four goals to beat Robbie Keane. He said, okay, I'm going to go score four goals. So yeah. I think if he tells Laton, you're two goals away, you know, go break that record. I think we could see it happen on Sunday. Ah, LA Galaxy, just, just, just sort of holding on uh, whenever you look at all these stats. Um, just looking at them compared to all the other years that they've had. And, and certainly uh, if you go in and you've seen any of the charts that I keep or any of that stuff, uh, 42 points right now through 29 games. Uh, last year at this point, they had 38 points. So... If you're looking at the improvements that we've seen from year to year so far, it's showing that this Galaxy team is still has improved, I think, in a much more competitive Western Conference uh, Well, that's the thing. Over everyone, last year. everyone else has improved as well, Yeah, and that's the kicker. So you can improve on the previous season, but if there's not a clear separation, then that, that's not going to help you if everyone else is putting up better numbers as well. Um, so anyway, it's, uh, it's, <laughs> it's, it's going to be... It's going to be wild. It's a wild finish. I, I know this is killing people. I know that it's... It's exciting, it's, though. It's, it's still like you're like, oh, okay, this is the big game, big game this weekend. That's why people you know? love decision day. They love when there's a tight race. It, it, it is what makes it exciting. All right. Um, let's get ready for the game on Sunday. Uh, Are they playing on Sunday? They, I think they are. Okay. That's what I heard. Somebody told me that. <laughs> I think I think Larry Morgan not on Twitter tweeted to me that. Uh, he said, game on Sunday. Be there, what's be square. It, what, what's his... Uh What's his Twitter his, handle? His, his ghost Twitter that he has. Larry Morgan, not on Twitter. It's, it's <laughs> his easy. burner. I yeah. know he has a burner account. Yeah, it's like L Morgan. And everybody's like, wait a minute. We know that's you, Larry. He's like, whatever. You don't know. Um, but no, uh, so, uh, so yeah, game coming up. Now, we said we were going to battle next time on dramatic interest for games. We did. Um, I remembered approximately 20 minutes before. Like, oh, we here, started. here come the excuses. So I just, the you know, wind and yeah. the rain, the altitude of Colorado. Okay, okay. Yeah, all, I, see, I see the excuses. All building. those things. I was up to like midnight last night trying to get all this stuff uh, stuff going on. Yeah, I feel very very sorry for you. Yeah, I can tell. Uh, two weeks notice. Two weeks notice. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, you, you got to wait. You got to take current <laughs> events into place. All that. So, um, we're gonna go. I, you, me, who's going first? I know you're the home team. Do you want to go first? I'll go first. All right. All right. Um, so as we get you ready, uh, our little battle, uh, it's up to you. I, I think what we'll do is that on at galaxy profile, we'll put up a, 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 a poll there and let go. people vote on this. That's Obviously the chat room as we're going as well to see who wins this, but um, it, it will not be determined tonight. Oh, okay. You're, you're hedging your bets. I, I don't am. like this. I want, I want some time. Confident, I want some time. I need to do some like fun, <laughs> some crowdsourcing, you know, believe I need to, in yourself. You I, can do it. I need to buy some Instagram <laughs> responses and stuff like that from somebody. It's like 20 bucks hit you a well, thousand. You know, I got that. I was Say get Larry Morgan on his, his burner account. So he'll yeah. vote for you three or four times. That's right. All right. So I'm going to go first uh, as the home team. Uh, I will I will take the first penalty kick. So uh, here it is, my, uh, my dramatic intro for the game coming up on Sunday. <clears throat> the warm summer nights may still be holding strong in Southern California, but in the air, there's a fall chill sweeping across Los Angeles. But this time, it isn't the marine layer. It isn't a storm and it's not a refreshing pumpkin spice latte. No, it's the cold shiver of controversy, of disappointment, and of being outside looking in on the playoffs. But with just five games remaining, the LA Galaxy can still control their own future. This Sunday, under the blinding lights of Dignity Health Sports Park, they'll take on resurgent sport in KC. Led by the Scotsman, Johnny Russell, they've won four of their last nine games as they scrape and claw their way back up the Western Conference. The Galaxy, led by world superstar Zlatan Ibrahimovic and his 23 goals this season, just one away from tying the Galaxy's single-season scoring mark, are headed in a different direction. They were in second place just eight games ago. Now, they sit 
six places lower in eighth place. But with Christian Pavon threatening and the return of midfielders Jonathan Dos Santos and Sebastian Legette, can the Galaxy jump back into the fray? It's LA Galaxy versus Sporting Kansas City on Sunday, September 15th at 7 p.m. They're both playing for their respective playoff lives. Wow, right. well done. Well, yeah, not bad. Making me nervous. Good, I that should. Was, that was impressive. You remember remember that I like, you know, yeah, yeah, that's I a, used to do this okay, before was, you. This used to be my I thing. Say, I, I go different directions with it, but yeah, I yeah. was impressed. That okay. was very nice, very Thank well you. written. Thank you. I want everybody to just take that in for a little bit. Okay, well right. done. And I, I think everybody agrees in the chat room that this it's over it's already. Winner. I don't, yeah, even, I don't even need to go. There and everything. All right. Now, we'll, we'll, I mean, why not let the hammer? I mean, you know, throw him a bone every <laughs> once in a while. You know, this is this is his confidence. This is what he needs. All right. Uh, you ready to go? Yeah, my chair's filled out. Ready uh, to go. Okay. Here we go. Uh, here's the hammer. Remember, Team Hammer, Team Josh, Team Pato, however you want to do it. We'll, we'll figure it out. All right. Here you go. I don't know really what to say. Five games, five games left to peak. The closest playoff race in MLS history is on, and it all starts on Sunday. Either the LA Galaxy heals as a team, or they are going to crumble. Inch by inch, play by play, until it's finished. We are in hell right now, and Bingham can stay back there and get the crap kicked out of him, or our defense can fight their way out and crawl back into the light. Daniel, Diego, Jorgen, Rolf, Giancarlo, Dave, and Julian, I'm talking to you. We can climb out of hell, one inch at a time. Now I can't make you do it, the LA Galaxy have got to look into each other's eyes. Zlatan, Fabio, and Christian need to see a group of guys who are willing to go that extra inch. Jonathan, Joe, Sebastian, and Uriel need to see a group that is willing to sacrifice themselves from the team because they know that when it comes down to it, they are going to do the same thing. That's a team, gentlemen, and either we heal now as a team or we die as individuals. That's soccer, guys. That's all it is. So this Sunday, at home, in front of your loving supporters, what are you going to do? Ooh. Sorry, I blacked out there. No, uh, no it was... I, was, it was I, a little, I, no. I think... I think I like yours better. I like yours was original. Mine, mine if you've watched any given Sunday, that, that was it. You, slight, did, you just stole? Slight, slight tweak. No, no, I didn't You steal. plagiarized? Yeah. Is that what you said? I made it unique, made it my own, put how, my own twist on it. How would your school feel about that? Not I just want to know. Good. I mean, Again, I cite my sources. I said where I got it from. I just I just don't know about it. <laughs> I don't know about it. I don't, that was good. I, now, uh, you know what? You got two intros for the price of one. That, that's you're, good. You're, you're leaving I'm, happy. We should probably go. Fair listener, let's call it. We, you said keep it in under an hour. That's right. That's Well, I said add an hour. Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. Let's let's see how we go. Um, all right, chat room obviously responding to that. I always like it that it's about you know a good twenty seconds delayed. It's always <laughs> it gets you it either makes you feel really yeah, good or you see, dread it. As or, you, yeah, you know, are you really worried? It's like a tsunami coming at you. Uh, <laughs> again, the uh, uh, Sporting Kansas City sits in eighth place, just one spot below uh, the. Excuse me, they sit in ninth place, just one spot below the LA Galaxy in eighth. Eleventh um, in the Supporters Shield for the LA Galaxy, seventeenth in the Supporters Shield for uh, Sporting KC. Sporting KC 10, 12, and 7, um, but they've won four of their last nine, even though they lost their last game to Portland. Um, so it's it's one of those where you look at it and say, okay, you, you know, that game in Portland was a tough game for them. Uh, they actually, they battled pretty hard in yeah. that. And when you look at their last five, they're all one goal results. You know, they, they're not getting blown out. They're not getting beaten off the field. Uh, the story with SKC, it seems like they win at home and they lose at the road. The record at home is 7, 5, and 3, and on the road it's 3, 7, and 4. Uh, and their only wins coming against Colorado, Vancouver, and Seattle. So, you know, going away to a good opponent, you know, you don't want to favor SKC. 
but at the same time, they're not exactly getting, uh, you know, blown off the field by anybody. This, this matchup is fairly even when you look at it across all-time matchups. The Galaxy 25, 23, and 15. Uh, but then whenever you take it to LA, it gets lopsided. Yeah. Um, and I don't know what to make of that because Sporting Kansas City has been a good team recently recently in the last eight years. So I was like say, when they were the whiz, we yeah. used to handle our business. Uh, 16, 7, and 7 at LA uh, are the LA Galaxy, which means 7, 16, and 7 uh, for Sporting Kansas City at Los Angeles. Uh, whenever you look at uh, their leading goal scorer, Felipe, Felipe Gutierrez, uh, 10 goals. Johnny Russell is their best player. He has seven assists and nine goals. Uh, he's a lot of fun, and he should be coming back from, from Scotland. Uh, he was on international break, yeah, I think. Yeah, so. he, he's a player that I really enjoy watching, and you hate to see it that he when he plays the LA Galaxy. You know, I look at this last game. If Shinishiki was able to run at defenders and, and make them look silly, you know, Shinishiki didn't have the ability to finish and couldn't make it happen. Russell does. So if, if he's able to to get going and get ahead of steam going at our defenders, he, he's the player that makes me the most nervous. Yeah, for me, uh, getting Diego Polenta back in there and that will help. <laughs> and ri- and having Jorgen Shelvick ride the pine, I think yeah. will also help a little bit. Um, yeah. For me, it's Steras and it's Gonzalez back there with Diego Polenta on the left. Uh, Rolf Felcher probably on the right. I'm, I'm going to stick with that for right now, but you're going to get Jonathan Dos Santos and Sebastian Legette yes. back into the center. And that's the kicker. I think Dos Santos... You know, I'm a I'm a big believer in Zlatan as the team MVP. A lot of people say that Dos Santos is really the glue that holds it together in this game, and Colorado shows that. So that's why I think it's going to be a huge addition if you have him coming back and and breaking up Russell and breaking up Gutierrez. Uh, that's going to be huge. Now, now Benny Failhaber looks like he picked up a knock in the Portland game. I don't know what his status is because we haven't seen it. But uh, the Panda was actually up in in Portland on vacation and went and watched that game and said uh, that Miss Pan- Mrs. Panda said groin uh, whenever whenever Failhaber went down. <laughs> a lot so. of people say. Groin when they look at Benny Failhead. He's a good-looking <laughs> man. I do. I do all the time. <laughs> he uh, usually does us some favors when he comes to you know, to our stadium. So that's, this hoping to see him. <laughs> uh, Peter Vermees, the head coach for, uh, for sporting KC. I have nothing but respect for that man. I mean, good God, what a, what a beast he has been. And this year, if you look at how they were like dressing teams of, yeah. of less than 18 players, where they are, where they are is impressive. I mean, here's the thing is sporting Kansas city is fighting for a playoff position. Um, so these are two highly motivated teams. Uh, SKC did not play this, um, did not play this weekend. They actually are, are this midweek. midweek. They played over the weekend, so they've had time, but they also have to travel from sporting out to LA. That usually does sort of, um, play in know, the galaxy. Fill, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> you, you know, usually Pavone, the... Pavone should start. You should probably get Antuna starting this time. And I think that's why they flip flopped yep, with, that's fair. with Pontius. So Pontius could come in. Um, so you're going to have Fabio Alvarez in the center and then you got, uh, Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Um, so I think that the galaxy have their a one lineup really ready there I, you know Perry Kitchen seems to have still been hurt and everybody's asking where was Kitchen he, he's hurt um, I think it, I, I swear this isn't it's a joke the pelvis. it's the pelvis I swear it's the pelvis um, so a pelvis rash of injuries um, don't google pelvis rash don't out there. don't do it it's not it's <laughs> not it's not healthy for anybody um so so yeah that's that's where the galaxy sit on all this um for me you know goalkeepers you have tim melia on one side who i, I have tremendous again respect <laughs> yeah, for. i was gonna say he's There's, a player who he's come up big at, at dignity health sports park formerly StubHub center he's had some good games there so he's another player johnny russell on the attack and melia if he has a good game if he's on his game it, it can be dangerous 91 saves 139 shots face the league leader in saves david Bingham, 128 saves, 174 shots faced. 
Uh, if the Galaxy could just cut down on some of the shots, I think they might win some more games. So um, <laughs> Science. Yeah, that's what it is. Uh, this game is was a switch uh, at the last min- minute. It was a little bit of a flex scheduling here. So this game nationally televised now, Sunday, September 15th, 7 p.m. kickoff time, Pacific time. Uh, so a Sunday, 7 p.m., boo. Um, but <laughs> whatever. I-, I know a bunch of us will be there. Uh, broadcast on FS1. So it will be the Fox Sports crew um, as Eric drops his iPad I was going to say, there. I was excited that the Fox Sports crew is officiating because that means if there is a VAR replay, we'll get some good camera angles. That is true. Uh, they do have a webcam for their behind the gold uh, the decisions, go. though. It is, And it's the worst. It's like dial-up <laughs> internet. I don't know. And I was going to say, at 7 o'clock with the sun going down, we'll see how their lighting person does as uh, well. They're going to have to fl- flip the slider. <laughs> um, not as bad as like a midday yeah. when there's shadows and stuff like that. Yeah. So um, that's sort of where you see it. The LA Galaxy beat Sporting Kansas City 2 to nothing earlier this year. Uh, Zlatan Ibrahimovic scored. Uh, Fabio Alvarez scored. So um, Fabio de- debut goal, if yeah, I remember correctly. I think, I think you're right. It was, I think it was his first goal yeah. uh, for the Galaxy, and it was assisted by Zlatan Ibrahimovic in, in that particular one. So um, that's really where you're you're getting um, this this LA Galaxy team back up against the wall again. I'm not going to say it's a must win because they have to win all their games at home. It's not a must win in terms of their actual playoff standings. Uh, don't, um, don't clarify it. It's a must win. It, you're at home. You're you, playing against a team below you in the standings. Don't, it's a must don't win. Don't just use the must win when it's it not a must win. It is a must is win. Is it really a must win? It can be a must win without really being a must win no, no it has yeah, to be, a still. must win is yeah, means still. mathematically they have to win um <laughs> want to know what 538 says i would l- <laughs> eric and i are going to do a show where i say all the things that he says and he says all the things that i say and one of my thing is one of my things is do you want to know what 538 says yeah good <laughs> they have the la galaxy with a 52 percent chance of winning sporting kansas city with a 26 percent chance and then a 22 percent chance draw so when you look across the league that's pretty favorable for the galaxy Again, should be able to pull out a win. Uh, predictions? You have a prediction? <sighs> no. Oh, <laughs> I got one. There was a lot of there was a lot of build <laughs> up to, say, to it. Right? I just wanted to share my prediction. Yeah, I didn't want to hear yours. Yeah, I, uh, I think two one. The, two one Sporting Sport, Kansas City. No, the oh, Galaxy. Okay. Yeah, Sporting Kansas City. Again, they're not getting blown out. I think this defense is definitely the LA Galaxy defense is good to give up a goal, but I also think uh, with Zlatan and Pavone and having Dos Santos back, I could also see the Galaxy putting up a couple goals as well. So I think a two-one win in this must-win home game is I, I what agree. we can expect. I agree, it's must-win because it's a home game. That's the only reason I agree <laughs> because you have to get nine points from the three home games that you have in order to be put into position. So that I, I agree. Um, mm. That's not a good noise. Is that chat, the chat, ASMR uh, recording? Yeah, there? yeah. Chat room is saying, you know, uh, LA Native says uh, it's a must win because of what a loss or tie at home would do to morale. I think that morale would affect more the fans than it would yeah. the players. So I'm, no, I disagree. It's, it depends on other results as well. Because again, we're scoreboard watching. If other teams, you know, win their games, then, then it makes it a must win on Sunday. Here's the thing. <clears throat> It's difficult for me to say the Galaxy are going to win because I just haven't seen it from them lately. Yeah, um, that's fair. And so seeing that trend, I, I want to say it. It's also difficult for me to say win is because I usually, you know, reverse jinx them. Oh, no. Um, we don't have that kind of power. I don't truly believe just, that, do you? Yeah, um, I, I've, I've known it since 2009. As soon as I started talking about games, like I clearly, I mean, I don't know about you, but basically as soon as I see a lineup, uh, 78% of the chan- time I can predict, I'm just, that was it. That was <laughs> That was a tweet. Somebody's going to be angry that I made fun of them. 60% chance it works every time, time. half of the time. That's right. If you just show me the lineups, I can make you millions of dollars in Vegas. Um, I say the LA Galaxy win. I think it's uh, it's like a 3-2 game. 
Um, I think that Slothom breaks the record. I think he scores two goals in this game. <laughs> That's why I had two one. Yeah, I think he does it. Um, so I, I think that there's going to be. Uh, I, I think there's a motivation within this team and getting Jonathan Dos Santos back and getting Sebastian Legette back, going a one in the lineup, um, getting everybody in the positions that they're they're best at, getting Diego Polenta back. I mean, you see all of it. Um, I'll be honest. If you're the LA Galaxy, do not I do not come out with your hair on fire. That's not how they play these games, and that's not usually how they win the games. Well, that's where they fizzle. I that's mean, you what saw what that happened in El Trafico. They came out with their hair on fire, and then they fell apart. Patience, 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 and <sighs> it's going to be frustrating if that's the case, Eric. I, I yeah. know everybody's going to be freaking out if this game is zero zero at halftime. <laughs> Um, but it's but a that, ba- that's it, that's in our favor if it's that if it's that way. You would think. I mean, yeah. you know, so was two nothing at halftime against Houston <laughs> and last year. So you, you uh, saw that. Well, if you believe in home field advantage, I think with it being Central American Appreciation Night, this is something that uh, the AFJA has been pumping up. Yeah. You know, for probably for the last month or so. So I think there's a lot of buzz. There's going to be a lot of uh, fans at this game. I think stadium atmosphere is going to be at, at an all time high this season. You, you want to talk about home field advantage real quick? You can't see this chart, and, and I put the chart up on YouTube. But basically, there was a chart of home team goal differentials across uh, like all the 12 major leagues in, in all okay. of all of uh, the world, right? So MLS, Eredivisie, uh, La Liga, Ligue 1, uh, Jupiler League. Mont Jupiler, yeah. Where the heck is that? Where is the Jupiler I was going to say, I, I play FIFA enough. I, I do know this, but I, I'm i blanking right now. Okay. Uh, Bundesliga, Bundesliga 2, Serie A, uh, Turkish Super League, uh, Portuguese Premier League, uh, Premier League Championship, League 1, League 2, Scottish Premier League. Uh, over the, uh, since 1995, they've been tracking the home team goal differentials. Jupiler League is in Belgium. Belgium. Of course it is. I knew yeah. that. Uh-huh. They couldn't, I just call it the Belgian League. Um, <laughs> so if you look at this, they've tracked it and the only league to have seen the home team goal <laughs> differential increase is Major League Soccer. Everyone else, it has decreased. So they've basically taken away the home field advantage in all of these other leagues, all dramatic e- decreases, and Major League Soccer dramatic increase. So home you know field... Why? Yeah, w- VAR. VAR, VAR. <laughs> we, can, we can affect the referee. Uh, Happened in Colorado, their home... All 10,000 of their fans affected it, and we can affect it this Sunday. That's right. So just show up to the game. Just, just, the Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> Sunday. Um, anyway, so LA Galaxy play on Sunday uh, against Sporting Kansas City, uh, and then they'll be at home again and then next weekend on Saturday against Montreal. So two games that need to be six points for the LA Galaxy, uh, and that's what we have for you. Uh, big shows coming up on Monday and Thursday of next week um, as we get you ready for all of these. Again, we are counting down to show number 700. We're getting some ideas of what we want to do, so we're going to be sort of getting that ready right now it looks like the 26th is still going to be that 700 show uh, we thought about maybe moving it around to doing some things but i think we're going to keep it there uh we're going we're shooting we're shooting sky high on this one so. <laughs> i'll say you know the team may be on a downward trend but we're we're, 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 we're shooting big shots upward um over here at team cog and uh, and after this game uh next week we have a fun little thing that we're going to debut as well so uh, again keep it keep your eyes peeled here at corner of the galaxy we have a lot of fun stuff for you uh coming up all right uh eric is there anything else you want to get to or can well that that thing after the game that you want to talk about do we want to talk about let's do it let's the, talk about the, it now. the professional foul yes. you know, i'm going to be on location at the game uh you know i created the the professional foul uh, instagram account and this is something you know josh and i have been discussing for you know was since december yeah, about a year say, yeah about a year <laughs> about a year and you know we wanted to do something beyond just showcasing players' social media profiles. Uh, so obviously there's a connection to the website, connection to the podcast. So we've been brainstorming ideas on how we can add more content to the website and, and, and to the Instagram page. So well, you know, Josh and the Panda and Larry, they all sit in their ivory, ivory tower. I'm out with the people. So, you know, I, I, I want to I, yep. <laughs> I I 
connect w- with our fellow Galaxy fans out there. So planning to be outside the stadium, you know, still for trying to figure out where that's going to be. I don't know if it's, you know, by the Beckham statue or somewhere where, you know, a high traffic location. And I want to talk to some people and shoot some video. So, you know, who was your man of the match? What went wrong? What went right? Tell me what you think about Fotos Pazakos, you know, all, all these fun things, you know, I want to be able to, to capture that. So I'm going to be at the game after the game, look for me, follow the social media at galaxy profile at GIS hammer on Twitter and uh, hopefully we have some fun things coming coming soon. Yeah, I think I think it's gonna be great. Again, Eric and I have been talking about this for a while. He's uh, he's taking the initiative. Yeah, we've been going back it. and forth. How are we gonna make this work? Yeah, we've been so. sending each other different videos and be like, sort of like this, but <laughs> yeah, this, you this, know? but different. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like this uh, Barbie, you know, review, but not <laughs> exactly it's like we, soccer. We were heavily inspired by you know toy unboxings. <laughs> that's that, right. that, that's <laughs> where this came from. <laughs> Little twelve year olds putting together Legos. That's where we got all this from. So anyway, yeah, check that out yeah. at Galaxy Pro foul all right that's what yeah, you want to follow good um, times on uh, on instagram and of course uh here on this youtube channel is where you're going to find that as well so yes. right here we're not we're not going far with that yeah, we're not it's, mixing up our channels and no. going different yeah it's all the same one one shop stop one, one stop one shop. stop shopping yeah yes. let's end the show it's over it's, what did i do we should I, do. I, I put this on for way too long it was it was you all right <laughs> tell people where they can find you you can find me on twitter at gis hammer the quest for 1k is on so i got to 900 followers this week let's get me to a thousand so you could also follow me on instagram at galaxy profile that's galaxy p-r-o-f-o-u-l and be sure to stay tuned so you can find me after the game on Sunday. All right. And if you're looking for me on Twitter, it's at Jay Gessman, J-G-U-E-S-M-A-N. And, of course, at Galaxy Podcast. Head on over to cornerofthegalaxy.com for all of our videos, podcasts, previews, uh, recaps. All that stuff is right there. You can read the transcript of what the referee said right there on our website. We have it right there for you. So, again, uh, check us out, cornerofthegalaxy.com. Uh, the shirt's still for sale five times. Uh, one at five times shirt's still up there ending on September 18th so you have less than a week uh, to get your orders in $22 supports the show we'd appreciate it all right I think that about does it for Eric the Portuguese Hammer Vieira I'm Josh Gessman you've been listening to Corner of the Galaxy on cornerofthegalaxy.com have a great one everybody you've been listening to the Corner of the Galaxy podcast on cornerofthegalaxy.com you can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Galaxy Podcast. And be sure to check out and subscribe to iTunes, Stitcher, and Facebook by searching for Corner of the Galaxy. And for all of your independent LA Galaxy news, discussion, and entertainment, including this podcast, head on over to cornerofthegalaxy.com. Fans, thanks for listening. We ask that you be kind and courteous to your neighbors as you leave the podcast. We thank you for joining us and look forward to seeing you again. Until then, I'm Michael Araujo, and on behalf of the entire Corner of the Galaxy crew, goodbye, everybody.